Now it's time for Greg Bishop and the Council Roundup. Ah, last night's council meeting, a special city council meeting in the committee of the whole. Uh, what a meeting it was. Bit of a, a preview from uh, Alderman uh, Chuck Redpath at the beginning of the Committee of the Whole. Did you get everything you wanted, Mayor? It's like Christmas? Uh, almost. <laughs> almost. Did you get everything you wanted? So kind of gives you an indication that uh, the budget passed, but not after uh, a couple of dozen amendments were brought forward. Uh, most were heard. And the mayor had to have a tie-breaking vote on several of them. <laughs> So we'll get to all of that here on the Council Roundup. It's brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to Head West. Their downtown location open for lunch, Head West Subs. So, uh, of course, you got a $170-plus million spending plan and a bunch of different amendments dealing with uh, you know, whether or not uh, to build three or two firehouses, how much to give to fire equipments, what about overtime, what about pensions, what about uh, you know different types of new programs and grant funding. Uh, listen, we're gonna we're gonna do a you know review of some of the amendments from last night, but there's no way we could do all 23 that were brought forward, especially as several were dropped uh, without even being considered. Not all of them passed. Not all of them were approved. And again, the mayor had to uh, be the tie-breaking vote on several of them. So let's go ahead and get right into it. I'm Greg Bishop. Thanks again for tuning in to the Council Roundup each and every Wednesday at 7 o'clock here on WMAY. Here's uh, the mayor laying out what, uh, what they're voting on. Annual Appropriation Ordinance of the City of Springfield, Illinois for the fiscal year beginning March 1st, 2022 and ending February 28th, 2023. So that's the fiscal year, for those of you who didn't know. March 1st to February 28th, and March 1st is coming up pretty quick here. So uh, what about all of the different types of amendments? Well, here's one of them. Multi-purpose uh, one that affects several funds, but the uh, main gist of it is to remove the funding for the one-stop funding, uh, for the one-stop shop, moving the uh, offices to the first floor of the municipal center west and it uh, defunds that request so again this is to essentially consolidate a bunch of different city services on the first floor of the municipal building so that you can go and you know uh, talk to a, an official from cwlp you can go and talk to somebody from public works you can go talk with somebody from the different departments all the things that as customer service you as a taxpayer you as a resident uh you can utilize on the first floor all in one stop instead of having to bounce around to the multiple different floors of that building so it's a proposal we've heard about before this budget would fund that, and I think uh, $400 plus thousand dollars worth, but Alderman Hanauer, he wants to remove that line item from the budget and not have the efforts to have a one-stop shop downstairs. I, I think that what we'll find is that we won't have as near the people come down here as what, what's necessary. That's just, uh, and, and that's the reason why I'm, I'm asking to to delay the one-stop shop. And Alderman Williams, uh, he says, listen, I, you know, a lot of people are going to use it online, but there's also a lot of people who just can't use it online. I represent a lot of uh, constituents that if you ask them do they got the internet and, and they show you, you know, the cell phone that they got from the check cashing, you know, or, or one of those type of units, so it's not uh, a proper device to do a lot of the transactions that they tend to 
claim this is my internet and this is how I apply for jobs, do medical appointments, you know, all those things. That's not this council's fault, but I wouldn't want to support anything that would stop them from having an opportunity of coming down and doing a face-to-face. It's a, an important point there. Uh, you know, one of the problems with um, advancing new technologies, especially uh, when it involves the Internet, is not everybody's going to have the same equal access. So having those uh, facilities and one-stop shop, I mean, you can still access all of the city departments in person as it is now, but this would make it easier and on one floor. Uh, so, again, the vote was to remove that line item, 400000 dollars or so uh, and to not have the efforts for a one-stop shop here's how the vote on that amendment went five and five mayor and i'll say nay so the motion fails so he had to uh break a tie it was a five to five vote and mayor langfelder voting against it and that uh means that the measure is left in place so they are going to be able to spend that 400 plus thousand dollars to start working on uh consolidating all of the different services into one floor of the municipal building next for the corporate fund with regards to uh nine thousand twenty one dollar increase for a five percent salary increase for staff show looking for uh, salary increases in the budget alderwoman DeCenso uh, raising some concern i think um thank you mayor I, I think we are getting into some dangerous territory here when we are only selecting certain individuals for um that for adjustments now you got to consider uh you know some other staff uh go through collective bargaining agreements and they have raises laid out in their agreements uh, and a variety of other different sets of employees at city hall here's alderman mcminiman in, in, in a similar way in the first year of some of these union contracts we're giving a non-pensionable increase in lieu of a uh, wage increase which i think um makes sense so so that's why I can't be a yes vote for this. Alderman Redpath says we need to pay our people more. We lose professionals every day, and we lose them because we can't compete with other cities, we can't compete with state government, we can't compete with the private sector. Uh, we should pay our people reasonable salaries in order to keep the best of the best. And So uh, vote on that particular measure to give some people at City Hall a 5% raise? Nine eyes and one day, Mayor. So that passes. Uh, and then they had another one that was up for consideration, another amendment Office to the budget. Public Works, 5% increase for the zoning administrator. So 5% increase for the zoning administrator. How did that do? The six eyes and four nays, Mayor. Thank you. So that motion passed as well. Uh, we got more amendments to plow through here from last night's Springfield City Council meeting as they uh, crafted the budget. 170 plus million dollar spending plan. Some details more ahead here with the council roundup. Brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location now open for lunch. Head West Subs. We're chugging right along with the council roundup. Brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Last night, very long council meeting and a committee of the whole. That was only about 20 minutes, but that was after nearly four hours worth of. How long was that meeting last night? Let's see here. Let me take a look at my uh, wizard device here and all of the amazing... Okay, so yeah, the, the, the actual council meeting was about three hours, and then the committee of the whole was an additional 25 minutes. So still a long meeting last night and a lot of amendments that were brought forward to the city budget. 
And that budget set to start March 1st. Spoiler alerts, they passed the budget, 9 to 1. Alderman McMiniman voting no. We'll hear why a little bit later on, so stay tuned for that. But the Council Roundup, each and every Wednesday, brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to Head West. Their downtown location now open for lunch. All right, so let's get to the next ordinance up for consideration at last night's Springfield City Council meeting. Uh, to reduce the water fund pilot to the corporate fund in the amount of $415,127. We heard about this previously with Alderman Chuck Redpath, who brought the ordinance. Works. I'm not going to talk about that now, but we, uh, I think uh, the water fund's an area that needs the most help, and I, I asked for passage. Any other discussion? No other discussion. Let's hear the vote. And it's tie 5-5. Five, 5-5. Five. Five, five. Aye. Again. The passes. That's uh, another tie-breaking vote that the mayor had to make last night, and that deals with uh, keeping more money in the water fund instead of having the water fund pay the hundreds of thousands of dollars to the uh, CWLP, the or the the corporate fund rather, the payment in lieu of taxes. Uh, so that's going to keep more money for the water fund that uh, Alderman Redpath says is much needed to stay in the water fund. Uh, next, we got an amendment here from Alderman McMiniman. I'm actually one for the fire and police pension um, and the amount of a million dollars each for in increase the voluntary pension payment. So uh, looking at $2 million of increased pension payments above and beyond what's already laid out there. Here's Alderman McMiniman. Um, if we'd been properly contributing to our pension funds the last 25 years, we wouldn't be in the hole we're in. Eventually, we have to get into the habit of paying more into our pension funds. So he's been on this for ever since he took uh, the, the chair for Ward 7. And uh, it's an issue I don't think he's going to be quiet about. But uh, he lays out some of the history on the police and fire pension funds and the unfunded liability and how much it's increased just for Springfield. It's pretty staggering. $200 million. It had grown from $15 million to $200 million. Uh, now, 11 years later, the total fire and pension debt has grown, and this is based on the most recent uh, CAFR, Comprehensive Annual Financial Report, it's grown to $450 million. So that's uh, quite a jump of pension obligations just in the past 11 years, going from uh, you know, 15 million back in Ozzy Langfelder's times, he said, to uh, 215 million when Alderman McMiniman took the seat back in 2011, to now 11 years later, and now it's over 400 million. You could see the trajectory there. Is that sustainable? It's not something that Alderman McMiniman believes is. That's why he wants to put more money into it. But Budget Director Bill McCarty was there to talk about some of the funds that are already going into the pension funds. So 600 total between the two, 300 each. Okay. And on top of that, we have the cannabis money. And then the budget does include, uh, remember, a couple of already a million dollars each in additional pension payments. So the arc this year is 28 million-ish, and we've got 31.1 million in the budget so far for next year for pension payments. So again, the uh, proposal here from Alderman McMiniman is to give a million dollars above and beyond uh, what's budgeted to both the fire and police pension funds. We'll hear more about this back and forth with Alderman Redpath, Alderman Hanauer, Alderman McMiniman, and the outcome of this vote, so stay tuned, plus uh, several other amendments that were brought forward. We're not getting to all of them, but some of the, uh, the more interesting ones we'll definitely touch on, including a program allowing for some funds to be freed up to help people cover the cost of removing trees. 
because that's pretty expensive. Back with the Council Roundup, brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Downtown location now open for lunch, Head West Subs. And the Council Roundup each and every Wednesday. I'm Greg Bishop, and we're in the middle of hearing about several amendments to the city budget that was ultimately approved 9-1. to But Alderman McMiniman, he wanted to give an additional $2 million, a million each to the fire and police pension funds. He says that uh, we've seen an increase from $15 million of unfunded liability to $215 million to now more than $400 million in unfunded liability in a couple of decades here. So uh, pretty interesting to see that history. Uh, But Alderman Redpath uh, chiming in here about uh, the pension funds and how there's a lot of different things at play when it comes to to the ongoing unfunded liability. That's what council has been saying for 25 years. And um, we'll take care of it down the road. But meanwhile, the debt just keeps growing and growing. And so therefore, uh, that's not a good, in my opinion, it's not a good approach because that's what's been going on for 25 years. So McMiniman is worried about the so-called kicking the can down the road. Here's Alderman Redpath. They are thinking about this. I know Governor Pritzker's even got this on his radar a little bit. I'm not saying he's making a commitment, but he's actually thinking about the pension systems. And Well, he's thinking about the pension systems for the state and giving uh, half a billion dollars more to the state pension funds on top of the $9.6 billion that uh, is already uh, laid out in his proposed budget. Uh, so that's for the state pensions. That's not for the local police and fire pensions. Uh, and those local police and fire pensions uh, have a whole host of other things that uh, that require, uh, you know, the, 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 the calculations and how much they get back from investments and how much the benefits actually are. You got the tier one and the tier two. And then also you got to consider, too, the ongoing medical costs for retirees. Uh, And that's something else that adds to overall unfunded liabilities. Again, here's more from Alderman Redpath. When when the legislature boosted that all up and and the economy went sour, but it wasn't just that the city council didn't want to fund it because... We absolutely want to fund it, but we, we value our police and our fire, and that's important to us. And we're not voting against this because we don't like them. It's because we it's because we got to be knowing where we're headed. So uh, again, uh, some of the, uh, the the concerns there are the sweeteners that uh, the pensions have seen. Something that Alderman Hanauer reiterated last yeah, night just, as well. You know, I'm sorry, but we didn't put ourselves in this mess. The legislature put us in this mess when they sweetened the pensions in 2001. They were the ones that did it. More from Alderman Hanauer. At one point, we were at 80% funding, 70% funding. And with a stroke of a pen, we went from that to 40% because it, it cut it in half. So, uh, obviously, a lot of things at play when it comes to overall pension funds and the unfunded liability. Here's Alderman McMiniman again making his pitch to give $2 million more, a million each for the police and fire pension funds. I think by if we don't pass this tonight, we're just saying, well, uh, Alderman Gregory and Alderwoman Purchase will it's have to find the higher. money. And it'll be that much more money to find. Yeah, so... Uh, the- Ultimately, it means if we kick the can down the road further, then that uh, means the likes of Alderwoman Purchase and Alderman Gregory are going to have to uh, foot the bill uh, in future votes for the city council. How did that vote go with Alderman McMiniman's proposal to give $2 million more to police and fire pension funds? Six no's and four yeses, Mayor. So it failed. Uh, Alderman McMiniman not getting that amendment approved. All right, next. 
Next uh, amendment comes from the Office of Budget and Management uh, from the Corporate and uh, Capital Equipment Fund for $6.2 million. Shifts funding from the fire construction to equipment uh, re, um, using $2 million corporate fund, $2 million ARPA funds, and then uh, $2 million capital equipment. We can always do an ordinance later in the year. I mean, if, if this year turns around. So, um, again, uh, you know, being able to uh, shift those funds around, ultimately, uh, that did pass, I Residence. believe. Yeah. So, yeah, it uh, ultimately did uh, did make it through. Uh, and that deals, of course, with, uh, you know, more fire um, equipment and uh, while still also maintaining uh, some, some fire stations that they're looking to build. Uh, Alderman McMiniman attempted to try to bring that back um, uh, and, and do a little bit of a different shift, and that ultimately didn't pass. Either. Uh, here's another measure that uh, Alderman Williams brought forward. Uh, and this is an, a proposed amendment to the budget uh, that would uh, set aside, I think, like $100,000 or so for tree trimming and tree removal services for people who just can't afford it. You know, I, I want to take my chances here. I want to get this in the books, and then they may come back to us, maybe, and, and have a well defined, you know, uh, how they want to run it because that I'll be honest with you that's 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 administration I just want to give them the availability and the possibility to have this so that I don't get answers like well you know the unions don't like it when we send our guys on private lots okay well who's going to do it then this line here is going to help us contract that little piece out to take care of that branch that and kind of a thing more from Alderman Williams and, and, and I'll be honest, guys, I didn't know how expensive tree removal or yeah. taking care of trees was until I became alderman. I'm That's like, very wow, expensive. you know. So I'm just trying to help these kind of folks in these kind of situations out. Yeah, it ain't cheap. It's like $1,500 to get a tree knocked down and to have it removed. It, it's not cheap. It's, it's not cheap at all. Uh, so maybe this will help. Uh, alderman McMiniman likes the idea. And this need-based, we want to have a program to address that type of situation. So I think it's a good move, and it ought to get all our yes votes. And the vote. All in favor, say aye. 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 Say nay. All right. Motion passes. Well, on a voice vote, it passed. Next. Alderman Donlin for the corporate fund. Office of the Mayor reducing $80,000, and then... Um, or supplanting it, I think, with uh, Convention Visitors Bureau dollars. So this one was a little contentious. And actually, they had to bring it back up because uh, Alderman McMiniman uh, felt that some people were confused. So they actually voted on this twice. Uh, but the idea is to shift funds from you know one city agency to another city agency. Uh, it impacts Communication Office. It impacts uh, the Convention and Visitors Bureau Office. Here's Scott Dahl, the director of the Convention and Visitors Bureau. The city receives 4% of the hotel tax that goes to the corporate fund. If you want to use that for marketing purposes locally, absolutely, I support that. You should have local marketing efforts, but it should come from the 4% that goes to the corporate fund, not the 3% that goes to the CBB that's really destination marketing. That's the, that's the only difference we're talking about here. I absolutely agree. Both are very, very important. It's just where are we pulling the money from? Looks like this particular vote pulls the money from CVB, Convention and Visitors Bureau. Here's the vote. 
Seven eyes and three nose, Mayor. So that passed. Uh, Alderman McMiniman making this comment afterwards. Taking money away from Scott is what we did. (laughs) So then uh, later on, he brought it back up, uh, and they did a motion to reconsider. They reconsidered, and I think it still passed there. So uh, interesting to hear that play out. Meanwhile, what about the Lincoln Library, a proposal for a bookmobile? Uh, When we look to a bookmobile, we hope that that is a forever process for our community. So um, these two positions for Library One will staff permanently the bookmobile. So a contract position will be 12 months, um, and it's an outreach position that will get the ball rolling into us finding places that we can do pop-up locations at. But this, uh, these two positions will come on, and then we do hope that they are permanent so that we can fully staff a bookmobile um, for the future for the community. So looking for a couple of staff in anticipation of having a bookmobile, which would be like an RV type of thing, depending on the needs to be able to go and set up in a certain area of city and have a variety of services, scans, uh, computers, you know, books services and so on um but they don't have that yet they need to be able to staff it that's the argument here alderman hanauer chiming in you know you're actually we're adding two positions to the library um this year when when it's not going to be in until next you know potentially next year here's uh, the mayor kind of reiterating what's in front of alderman with this amendment increase the funding for the uh, bookmobile by $173,646 for staffing. All right, and the vote, how did the votes play out? Six no's and four yes, Mary, it fails. So that failed. We're not going to see two additional library staff to help with a proposed bookmobile. Uh, so we'll see if that uh, uh, comes about in a, in a different way. Now it's time for the overall vote. Again, you know, there were uh, nearly two dozen different ordinances or amendments to the spending plan. We didn't get to all of them. We just highlighted a few of them. Uh, but uh, if you're interested, here's uh, kind of an overview of all of the different ordinances or amendments to the spending plan uh, that ultimately did did pass. Here's the mayor. So is there a motion to um, vote on the uh, appropriation ordinance as amended with number one, two, four, five, six, (laughs) 10, 11, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 22, and 23. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Uh, So, yeah, you heard all the different uh, amendments to the spending plan that there were. Uh, Quite a few amendments there. Uh, And uh, Budget Director McCarty did talk about how much extra spending there was. And we'll have to actually have uh, Budget Director McCarty on. Maybe I'll reach out to him and see if he can join us tomorrow. But the votes, it was 9 to 1. Alderman McMiniman explaining his no vote. A no vote because we're just going deeper into debt on the pension liabilities. And it's irresponsible. And I hope we have a better result a year from now. So he was the uh, lone no vote on that measure. Um, All right. Let's go ahead now and jump to the committee of the whole where uh, after they dealt with some of the ordinances that were up for consideration, we'll hear a lot more about next week. Uh, You had um, Alderman Sean Gregory wanting to offer up a bit of perspective for Black History Month, but also to talk about uh, the the team of the city council. And I want to say, you know, to my colleagues, uh, uh, Roy and Keisha, you know, uh, you know, you know, this is a historic moment for us. You know, um, uh, serving up here, we try to learn um, and, and, you know, do the best job we can for the communities that we represent. And- 
goes on to say, "Me and Chuck, you know, I never, I never imagined even talking to this guy when I first came up here. We, <laughs> we, we have a lot of fun over here. It's, it's, it's something else." And he also wanted to make uh, some words for Alderman Hanauer. And Ralph, I want to say, man, you know, I, I, I remember going back, man, and uh, you, you said directly, it's like, man, he's, he's a good alderman. He's got to change the behavior, man. And you know, I, I want to thank you for that. You know, You're doing a good job. Um, so, so I appreciate y'all and. And Alderman Redpath uh, reciprocating the comments. You have developed into a pretty darn good <laughs> alderman. You've worked, your, you've worked your tail off, and I, uh, I congratulate you for that. And uh, you've, you've done a good job. And final words from the mayor talking about the teamwork that the city council put together for the uh, $170 million spending plan and all the different amendments that came together. This is the government that works. I don't care who you compare us to, but on the local level, it doesn't get any better than the city of Springfield. So there you go, there's your council roundup. I can't believe we actually got through that. It's amazing. All right, it's the WMAY Morning News Feed. The Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. The downtown location now open for lunch. Head West Subs.